Back to the coffee hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is one of our favorite things. Probably, I, I'm guessing it's our favorite thing. I it's think right so. up there. Missionaries, <laughs> music, and food. Those are the the, the yep. yeah the mm-hmm. things that that we love sharing. The stories we love sharing here <laughs> on the coffee hour. Not sure if it goes in that order. Uh, they kind of all go does. together. <laughs> You're right. Today, um, we're we're gonna share a missionary story. Love doing that here on the coffee hour. Mm-hmm. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Did we say that already? We did. <laughs> Boy, you think it was Monday. Uh, well, <laughs> there's been a lot of Mondays lately. We're spending some time. Uh, we're recording in the studio with uh, Jana Englehart. She is serving the Lord in Latin America and the Caribbean region as a communication specialist. Jana, thanks so much for spending some time with us in the studio so we could share your missionary story. Well, thanks so much for having me. It's, it's nice to be back in a cool climate. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is your missionary story, your 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 history. How did you uh, come to serve the Lord in Latin America and the Caribbean? Oh my goodness. Uh, well, to begin with, I I had been interested for quite a long time, uh, but when my youngest child moved out and went to college, my daughter, um, that house was empty. I mean, it echoed. There was mm-hmm. there was no life left in that home, uh, and I decided, well, you know, you can sit here and cry, or you can do something. And so I thought, well, I'm still very healthy and I'm strong and I I think maybe I'll consider missionary service. So I talked to the kids and they said, yeah, mom, you <laughs> spent all those years raising us. I think it's time for you to go do something that you would like to do. So I applied and to my surprise, they called me back. <laughs> and so, yeah, now I serve in Dominican Republic and I am really enjoying it. Yeah. What what do you get to do as a communications specialist? Uh, that's that's a bit of a unique role on the mission field uh, as somebody that gets to do a little bit of different work. There are all kinds of facets to that. Um, so far, I've uh, recorded television broadcasts that have been broadcast across the country. Uh, it's, it's on again, off again, uh, but when we have opportunity... We do those recordings of pastors doing just a, a simple devotion in Spanish, uh, record it with a green screen, and uh, send it to the television station, and they ha- they have it. But um, otherwise, um, website design, I write stories, uh, take photos, uh, produce flyers. Like if there's going to be a deaconess course, um, you might need a flyer for something like that. That would be something that would be my duty to do. Um, just any number of interviewing missionaries on the field, uh, helping produce materials for our seminary, uh, things like um, adopt student forms for people to get involved with our adopt student program. Those types of things. I mean, it can be any any number of things that I do on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of that uh, the background work that that makes everything kind of go smoothly. Like, like, yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> hope, anyway, that I help make things go smoothly. <laughs> Don't know if I achieve it, but it's my hope. <laughs> well, it's really it's really important work so that so the missionaries can can do their work uh, effectively as exactly. well. How much of this do you do in Spanish? 
Uh, it's pretty much all in Spanish, except, well, I, I try to post something on our Facebook page, uh, LCMS LAC, every day. Mm -hmm. And that is posted in English and in Spanish because we have a lot of Spanish speaking uh, people that would like to see what's going on in Latin America as well as Americans. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and uh, we share a bunch of those too. So if people follow, hopefully people follow our page and your page, uh, they can That'd see all of these great stories going on. Uh, what was that? The language uh, acquisition transition or transition to culture? What was that all like? <laughs> uh, well, I am still working on that. Um, my Spanish is getting better every day. Um, when I re arrived in the country, I spent the first four months working on learning Spanish. And then, since then, I've had classes on and off. I regularly uh, have an online course that I've been working on for as long as I've been there. It's just another way of, of learning. But uh, it's, I've learned the most just from talking to people. And I, I mean, because you have to mm -hmm. find the words to use. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is they're very friendly, helpful people. So they will gently correct if <laughs> you need to be corrected. And it's, it sticks because it was a personal friend or whatever and, and you can remember then mm -hmm. tell me about some of the people that you've met uh serving in the dominican republic uh probably the most recent one that was such a joy to me was um in my area right near my home like a five minute drive there's a botanical garden and it's been a working progress but it's, it's a really nice place to go walk and when I go walk there, I often meet people that want to talk to the American. They want to either practice their English or they're just interested to see what I do in the country. Why am I there? So when I was there last time, there were three little boys and they were near a bridge. Just They were just sitting there playing and I walked by and immediately, you know, they started following me. They wanted to talk. They wanted <laughs> to see why I was there, who I was. And so it gave me an open door to start talking about why I was there. And it ended up, the, the three little boys um, told me what they knew about Jesus, and I was able to share the story of Jonah's Ark. Uh, Jonah's Ark. Noah's Ark. <laughs> Sorry. They're both water stories. Exactly. Water <laughs> stories. <laughs> and we spent probably two hours just chatting wow. about life, about Jesus, and the gospel was there, and I was just, I was just tickled to death to be able to do that. And... Uh, they finally left. They had to go to their house, but uh, I, I left with a big smile on my face. It was great. You had an opportunity to just enjoy conversation in this um, with, with friendly people in this new culture. How has learning the culture, uh, learning about the culture, learning the language, which is quite often you know the, the central part of a, a new culture, um, how has that helped you do your work as a communication specialist? How does that shape the work that you do? You mentioned doing print pieces and and uh, you know website and, and social media. Um, does that has that shaped or helped you reframe how you go about some of this work? Um, it's basically I try to think of it in on both sides. Mm -hmm. um, well, like for instance, I was I mentioned the the Facebook post. If I if I post in English, then I posted in Spanish sometimes the Spanish is different that the translator pulls up than what I thought it should be and then I have to go speak to an actual Spanish-speaking person and say hey you know what's what's going on here what do I need to change or someone will tell me that hey you <laughs> you said this and it, it looks really funny and so this is how it should be instead but they're very kind about it and it helps me a lot you know that way 
Yeah. How open are people to hearing about Jesus in, in this culture? They are very, very open. If you get in a cab or an Uber or if you're in the grocery store. I actually had a lady in the grocery store the other day that, that saw me and she knew I was American. So she came up immediately, started talking, and turns out that she was married to a pastor. Uh, and so we had a wonderful conversation in the grocery store aisle, a person I'd never met. <laughs> and it was it was really neat. It was it was just another opportunity that I had just, just going to buy groceries that I could talk to this lady. Yeah, that's a very different cultural experience uh, than, than maybe going shopping in an American grocery store around here when you kind of have your blinders on. <laughs> you just, exactly. You're trying not to talk to people. <laughs> no, here they, they welcome it. They love to talk about it. And they will share with me and I can share with them. And it's it's just a really nice system yeah uh how closely do you get to work with the missionaries that are on the field uh in in the whole latin american region across the region i have contact on an as needed basis mm -hmm. i try to connect regularly because i need stories <laughs> people want to know what's going on and i'm the person that needs to provide that for them so i'm constantly looking you know to other people to tell me what's going on in your region what events do you have going on mm -hmm. uh, confirmations whatever church openings church plants and so i'm in constant contact that way with other people in the region our group in santiago i work in an office with them and so many of them are in and around that office every day sure do you get to go uh to to travel to the other parts of the region to to actually see what's going on I do. Um, I've been to several different countries. Uh, I went to Spain last year, Panama, Peru. Uh, it's just always a joy to go there and see that the the Lutheran world is a very small world. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I make connections. I, one in, in particular, um, I had been to Peru, and I immediately connected with these two ladies in the kitchen, and we talked for probably an hour and a half. Just, it was like we'd known each other our whole lives. Well, come to find out, she had a daughter at Concordia Seward. And then recently, I was back in the States briefly, and I was contacted by someone that said, you need to meet this young lady who's working at Orphan Grain Train. I think you'd like her. Well, it's the daughter that was in Seward that belongs to the lady I met in Peru. Yep. It's uh, there are these connections that are incredible. I think we call that a Concordia connection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of those. <laughs> Could be, but no, it was just delightful. It's to have these mm -hmm. connections, and yeah. now she knows people that I know. I know people that she knows. It's uh, yeah. The body of Christ. Okay, yeah. so you've mentioned grocery stores. You've mentioned the kitchen. <laughs> I have to ask my question about the food. Now, uh, you you live in the Dominican, but you said you've also gotten to travel a little bit uh, through the areas that you serve as well. Uh, how has uh, how has moving to a new culture um, uh, <laughs> how has that worked out in terms of food? Have you found anything um, that you really like or have you acquired a new taste for anything? Well, I already had a taste for chocolate and coffee mm -hmm. and I have found that in the Dominican Republic. They have coffee and chocolate. They're both very, very good. Mm -hmm. But as I've traveled around, I've found, well, in Peru, wonderful food in Peru. Mm. In Spain, 
They had wonderful tapas. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, yeah, I've, <laughs> I've enjoyed it greatly. My favorite food in the Dominican Republic, though, apart from the other two food groups, the coffee and the chocolate, <laughs> the beans and rice are spectacular. They're, honestly, that's my very favorite thing. And so if I weren't going to be at TGI Fridays in the Dominican Republic, I would probably go have beans and rice. <laughs> I like that coffee and chocolate are food groups. Okay, so yes, they that. are. <laughs> so you mentioned TGI Fridays, uh, you know, just a typical American restaurant. Um, how much of a, how much uh, American influence is there on restaurants and things like that, uh, that there, type of There are a culture. few. Uh, there's McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Burger King. Um, I think, well, I know there's TGI Fridays. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't eat out very much. I did have an, a, a problem once. I went to one of the fast food places on my way to language training. I had just gotten there. It was like a week after I got there and I was really tired because just the culture shock makes mm-hmm. you tired. Yeah. just makes you tired. Too much to process. So I, I quickly ran in to grab a cup of coffee so I ordered a coffee, and they came out, and it was a coffee about the size of, I don't know, a Dixie cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so, so sad. I need more coffee than this. <laughs> I was so sad. <laughs> it was really good coffee. It was just so tiny. <laughs> Where or how do you see the, the good news of Jesus Christ being proclaimed in Latin America and the Caribbean, the areas um, that you're serving as communication specialist? Where do you see uh, your fellow missionaries um, and, and partner churches proclaiming that good news of Jesus. Oh, it's, it's exploding down there. People are so hungry for the gospel. There's a lot of law pretty much everywhere, but, but the gospel, the precious gospel, the forgiveness of sins, life and salvation in Jesus Christ. People are so hungry for that. And so we don't have a lot of Spanish-speaking Lutheran pastors. I believe we've got around 250 across the whole region. Mm-hmm. That includes Spain and all of Latin America, South and Central America. Uh, But we have a brand new seminary there that's training pastors. And each of those pastors will go. And most missionaries are on the field for uh, maybe three years or so on the average. I'm not sure exactly the number. But these pastors will go be part of the culture and live there for a lifetime serving as pastors. So with our seminary there training these pastors, uh, the outlook is incredibly bright for Latin America with their hunger for the gospel. Mm-hmm. Jenna Inglehart, serving the Lord in Latin America and the Caribbean region as communication specialist. Thank you so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've enjoyed it incredibly much. <laughs> I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. <laughs> Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.